Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Thanks to the Pancake Parlor. $1,000 sponsorship pack for your local club. Sign up at pancakeparlor.com.au. We have a got every position. I kicked it for everyone's Oh, nice, The Kids Edition. With Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlor. Win a $1,000 sponsorship pack for your local club. Sign up at thepancakeparlor.com. Well, Thursday footy is back and so are the Tigers. This weekend is a special edition of the Kids Edition with a fight M&D big freeze clash between the Melbourne Demons and the Collingwood Magpies on the Queen's birthday. Long weekend for all the kids out there. No school tomorrow. Woohoo! Joining us on the show <laughs> at 8.20am is North Melbourne Premiership star Corey McKernan on his Premiership experience in 1996 and 1999 against Sydney and Carlton. Then join us at 8.40am as Collingwood Copeland Trophy winner and Premiership star Steel Sidebottom joins us on the show ahead of the Melbourne versus Collingwood. Big freeze clash at the MCG tomorrow. With me to unpack this huge weekend of twists and turns and highs and lows is Western Bulldogs superstar Ellie Blackburn. Ellie, how are you this morning? I am good, Max. I'm excited for the show. We've got a couple of great guests coming on. But for the kids out there, Max, if you're on your way to Auskick or footy or just want to have a chat, give us a call on 1300 736 736. We've got some pancake parlor vouchers, 12 of them, in fact, Max. We've got 12 pancake parlor vouchers to give away to Pancake Parlor's Club Rewards, Earn Points, Reward Your Club. They're $25 vouchers, Max. So give us a call on one 736 736 I'm looking forward to, to hearing from our guest as well, Max. Yeah, absolutely. Hearing from uh, Steel Sidebottom should be really interesting um, at he- ahead of the big freeze tomorrow. You know, I'm wondering whether he gets out there to you know see all the sliders. I'm p- who's the slider you're, you're most excited to watch? Uh, look, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what Eddie Betts does. I mean, he's always creative on the football field. I wonder what he'll be like off the football field and, and going down the slide. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what he does. What about yourself? Oh, I've got top two. I think one, one for me is Andy Marr. I think he's, he's, a, he's a really funny guy. So what people don't notice about him, he, he has sometimes on air he has a bit of a joke, but he's even funnier off air. Some people don't, <laughs> some people don't realise. So I'm looking forward to see what costume he comes out in. And then also Ash Barty, um, the superstar, just retired from world tennis, obviously made her money um, all said and done. That's all she wrote there for her tennis career. But I can't wait to see, I mean, women, the women, especially like Daisy Pierce, she came out in a bluey costume um, <laughs> a couple great. of years ago for all the kids. It's just fantastic to see. Um, what all these people are doing, not only for Fight M&D, but for all the kids out there to make them aware of this cause. Absolutely it is. And, you know, it's been great to to see Neil Danaher and, and still getting out and about and, and sharing his story and, and trying to raise money for Fight M&D. It's, it's been amazing uh, to witness and be a part of. And I'm really excited to hear from Steel Sidebottom as to what the game means to him to be a part of and, and the club and, and the community as well, Max. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call on 1300 736 736 or you can send your texts in to Steel Sidebottom and Corey McKernan via 0433981116. Ellie, we're going to get into um, reviewing the round's results so far. There's five games. To start us off, Richmond versus Port Adelaide. Richmond get a nice little handy win by 12 points. 77-65, Dan Houston, 26 disposals. Dusty had two goals. 
a lot of people are saying they're the talk of the town this weekend, Richmond, really. I mean, everyone's saying they're starting to get a, a bit of swing and momentum in terms of their season. It's looking like their premiership year. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely building, aren't they? They've they've come to life a little bit. They're in the they're in the top eight now, so they're playing really good footy at the moment, Richmond. And and to to get a big win against Port, who last year were real contenders, um, you know, it's it's promising signs for the Tigers at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Then Essendon Carlton Carlton get a twenty six point win in Friday night footy. Harry Mackay returning from surgery with three goals. We no, it was a week earlier than expected. Ali, how? How can this affect someone's game? I mean, obviously didn't put Harry Mackay off. If you come back a week early, does it make a difference to a player? I mean, the the medical team and, and all the staff there wouldn't put a player under duress if the player wasn't ready for it. Like, wouldn't bring him back early, essentially, Max, if, if they weren't capable of doing it. So, you know, it's a long season. There's a lot of games to play and, and it's only halfway through. So they wouldn't bring him back early if they didn't think he was able to get through it. So... He was obviously able to play out the game and, and get through it. And, you know, it's exciting for, for Carlton to have him back on their side, um, back on the park and, and playing good footy for him. And they spoiled the party of, of the Bombers. Uh, 150 years um, they've been in the competition and, you know, they, they had a special event. I mean, did you see the, the Dyson Heppel speech pre-game? Fantastic, w- wasn't it? With all the legends standing around. I mean, Max Gorn made out a tweet that he would have butchered the speech. I mean, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, that would have been so much pressure to have had made that speech with all those greats there. But, you know, incredible for the Essendon Football Club to be able to celebrate 150 years. But big occasion for Carlton to spoil the party there. Just, Ali, before we move on to the next game, which is Fremantle and Hawthorne, I want to ask you something. I always wonder when players are out on the field after the game, is there any pressure on you when, you know, you're getting interviewed or something and, you know, there's the pressure of the crowd and everyone's cheering and things like that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's always that external pressure and external noise that, that comes to it when when you're out in the field, regardless of, you know, when it's happening. You know, sometimes you can use it to your advantage and, and hype up the moment, but, you know, when things aren't going your way and you're hearing that noise, it's it's deafening almost. So, yeah, it's 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 a lot of external noise, but you have to try and get used to it as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Fremantle Hawthorne, Fremantle win by 13 points in Nat Fife's return. He had two or three goals. At Andrew Brayshaw was a fantastic 37 disposals. Michael Walters with two goals. There's a lot to like out of this Fremantle side. Now sitting second on the ladder, their premiership hopes are, you know, hopefully finally coming true. Yeah, absolutely. And and it was great to see Nat Fife back out there. And, and he looked like he really enjoyed the game. He looked like he had a big smile on his face throughout most of that game. And and for him to, to be able to kick a goal was, uh, I guess, a really special moment for him. But you're right, the Dockers, they're, they're in fine form again, sitting high up on that ladder and, and playing really good footy. And, and with a potential, another Brownlow medalist maybe come end of this year on their side with Brayshaw. He's playing great footy too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Nat Fife's approaching the game now. He knows he's, he knows he's sort of in the back end of his career. He's won a Brownlow medal or two. I mean, if you're if you're Nat Fife, he's approaching with sort of, you know, I've got to... I'm, just a player with a role to play. We're going well. I've just got to support this team. Yeah, and it's a great way to approach it and an incredible mindset from him because, you know, he almost has every right to walk into that team being like, I'm a two-times Brownlow medalist. You know, I've I've been great for this competition, great for this club. You know, I I deserve the world almost when it comes to it. But he's sort of taken a back seat and been like, you know, these other guys, they're playing great footy. I've just got to play my role when it comes to it. I can't step in and, and try to be that Brownlow medalist I was. I've just got to play my role for the team and hopefully contribute to success there, which is great to see, Max. 
Yeah, absolutely. Then we get into Brisbane versus St Kilda. Brisbane win by 21 points. It was a hard four win for the first three quarters. Then Dan McKenzie took a hard hit coming off a you know courageous mark. Was out with a concussion. Mitch Owens, the young gun for St Kilda, out with concussion. We had Mason Wood, who initially had a jab in, uh, got jabbed in his ankle to try and prevent um, the soreness and hurting. Um, but he was out too. So we ended up, the Saints ended up with one rotation. Ali, can you take me through, if you're a player, how difficult it is with one rotation to actually win the game? It is challenging. I've, I've experienced that, um, you know, in the, in the smaller rotations parts. I mean, in our game earlier this year against Adelaide, we lost two plays in the first, I think, five minutes of the game. So naturally wow. you're already down rotations and, and you've just got to manage it a little bit better. So, you know, you've got to get your mids on and off the field. If you're a forward, you've got to rotate with who's going to play the deeper forward, who's going to play the goal square so they can get a little bit more rest in comparison to who plays the taller forward. You know, you've just got to manage your loads as best as possible um, when you can in those moments. But, you know, it's it's where teams galvanise and come together and, and really try and work hard. Obviously, it didn't work out for the Saints yesterday as the Lions were, were great. Um, you know, I thought Hugh McCluggage... His game, he, he was great as well um, for the Lions. So, you know, but in those moments, it, it, it is challenging and it's it's a bit of mental toughness that you've got to get through it. But the support of your team around you helps you with those moments. So you've got one rotation on the bench. Do you make the rotations quicker or do you extend them so you guys get a bit of a longer break on the bench and then they can come out with a bit more pressure and attack or do you keep it shorter? Oh, it's a tough one because you've also got to take what the game gives you. So if the if the ball's on you know, the side of the field where the where the bench is and you can get those rotations happening. You you almost want to make them short and sharp and, and get players off and on when you can. But if it's on the other side of the ground, you don't have a choice but to almost stay on the stay on the bench for a little bit longer, Max. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a real battle. It's a you know, a bit tough to manage as to how you would do it. But yeah, it's it's up to the team in those moments. Yeah, absolutely, Ali. We'll preview these next last two games of the week. North Melbourne versus GWS. What can we make of this game? I mean, North Melbourne aren't having, you know, the season everyone would have hoped for. No, and I, I think it's a great opportunity for them. It's a Sunday Arvo game on a long weekend um, at Marvel Stadium. They've got the Giants coming down here. It's a really good opportunity for them to, to put their foot down and, and get a win for their football club. And, you know, it's obviously been really disappointing for them. So, you know, I, I'd love to see a bit more fight and... and from from the Kangaroos um, against the Giants today. Well, we've seen that fight in short periods of games where they've had little swings of momentum and then unfortunately can't get the momentum flowing their way. How can they become consistent in a game so those short periods of five, ten minutes can go to, you know, a full quarter or two quarters of just pressure and attack? I guess it's just that ownership and mindset of it going into games. It's constantly reminding yourself, constantly reminding your teammates and trying to make the most of those moments that happen. So like when there's a moment where there's a really big tackle or a bump or something like that and, and you can get around your teammate and really hype them up, do that as much as possible because it keeps that flow going and keeps that momentum on your side. So, you know, th- moment, things like that in the game that you can do that will help with that consistency. Yeah, now Collingwood versus Melbourne, the big freeze game. It's been long awaited this year. I've seen, I don't know, they've, they would have had to sold over 500,000 beanies um, this year so far, if not a million beanies. I've seen I've seen quite a fair few of them. I'm hoping to get my hands on one myself. I haven't got one yet. I know you've got one, Ali. What can we make of this game? Collingwood coming off three wins on the trot. I mean, Melbourne coming off two losses in a row. This is going to be an absolutely interesting game. It will be interesting. I'm, I'm really excited for this one. It's obviously 
going to be the game of the round uh, with these two teams going against each other tomorrow. I mean, you know, Queen's birthday is always an exciting game regardless, but I mean, it's a special occasion with the freeze MND, but you're right, Collingwood coming off a few wins and, and Melbourne coming off a, a few a couple of losses, it, it makes for a really exciting contest. So, you know, I think it's going to be a real, real nail-biter at the G tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a quick break here on the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlours Club Rewards. Give us a call on 1300 736 736. We want to hear your thoughts on the weekend of footy, your favourite big freeze fight MND slider heading into tomorrow or your favourite big freeze fight MND slider in history. There's been a lot of them. Give us a call on 1300 736 736. North Melbourne Premiership star in 1996 and 1999. Corey McKernan is to come on the other side of this. That's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlour. Win a $1,000 sponsorship pack for your local club. Sign up at thepancakeparlour.com.au. A reminder, you can call us on 1300 736 736. We really want to know your thoughts on all things footy. Ali, I want to have a chat about North Melbourne. I mean, we had a bit of a chat about them before. Wayne Carey's chipped in. Uh, I mean, he's happy to help out at the club. What, What do they do to try and get some momentum in the back end of this season? I think they've got to embrace that shin bonus spirit that we know of North Melbourne in, in previous times. You know, it's it's really rallying around their group and, and coming together and, and playing strong footy. I mean, teams can galvanise in, in moments like this. So hopefully hopefully North can come together and, and, and have a really good second half of the year, Max. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about their star players? I mean, Jason Horn Francis, can you can you take me through what, what, what he can do in this back end? I mean, he's he's been really competitive for North. I, I really like watching him play, play Horn Francis. I think his he's fighting spirit and his want and will just to get from, like, so many contests and just fight for his team, and, and he really flies the flag for him. Um, you know, it's it's great to see young players like this coming into the system and, and really embracing what the team culture's like and, and embracing what the history of the club's like, you know, and that's something that, that Horn Francis does so... You know, I think if he keeps building on on what he's doing, he's he's having a great season. Um, you know, just averaging the seventeen point eight disposals, he's he's above average in the contested possessions, which is a, a really important element for him and 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 the and the um and North Melbourne. So, and also in the in the clearances field, he's he's also ranking in the elite system there. So, you know, he he fights hard in games, Max. He just needs a bit more support around him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've got. We've got co- the next few games after today against GWS is Adelaide, Geelong, Collingwood and Nor- and Richmond, sorry. So Adelaide, that's pretty much a win. Geelong, grit and grind game to try and get the win. Collingwood, another fight game. Collingwood are in some great form at the moment. And Richmond, so that's three out of four games. One out of four games, sorry, that they should be winning. So what are they got to take in? What mindset do they have to take into those three out of four games where you know, they're not expected to win. They're probably expected to, you know, get smashed. Yeah, I, I know it's a it's a bit of a cliche saying this, that it literally is a, a week-by-week thing for North Melbourne. They've, they've got to be able to reset after each week and make sure that they're competitive for the game after. So, you know, making sure that they're going in with, with the mindset of, you know, let's let's be as competitive as possible. Who cares what the ladder results are, are looking like? You know, let's take it by the surface level of the team and, and try and beat them for, for, I guess, that face value that we're coming up against. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a caller on the line, Paul from Hampton. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Hello, yeah, Paul. There. 
Hi, Hello, Paul. Can you hear me? Yeah, we've got you. How are you, Paul? Yeah, good, good. I was just calling up my son, Jack. He, he wanted to know who you thought the best uh, goal celebration was this week in the in the footy. Oh, I'm not too sure. But this week in the footy, who do you, have you got anyone, Max, that you've seen as, has had a really good goal celebration? I've seen a couple of players. Charlie Cameron's given us given us a couple of, you know, little hand twirls this weekend. Mm, he does do there, that. There hasn't been too much major goals this weekend. What about you, Ali, from the Saints and Brisbane game last night? I know you watched that one. Yeah, it's, it's, there wasn't really any big, big celebrations, was there? It's normally just a, a double fist pump. Do you, do you have any celebration in mind, Paul, or does your, your son have any yeah, celebration in mind? Jack was, look, was watching a bit of the footy last night, hoping Charlie Cameron would get the motorbike out, but that didn't seem to happen. It didn't. Um, so, yeah, he was a bit disappointed. It was not, not too many. And he said, oh, I wonder if they've seen any the other nights where there's anything happening. No, we haven't seen any. Is, is that your favourite goal celebration, that one, or is there others that we like? Yeah, Jack loves the, the motorbike. That seems to be the only one. And um, even though it doesn't barrack for Collingwood, like skin of him because it seems to be a bit of, a bit of something happening there each time. This, you know, it's definitely with the crowd as well, so it gives it a bit of personality. Absolutely. I reckon watch the game tomorrow and I reckon you might get something uh, from that game in terms of celebrations. It's a big occasion and, and players love to hype up the crowd on in those moments. So definitely tune in for the game tomorrow and you'll, you'll see a big celebration, I've no doubt. Yeah, I think Jack's best mark from the round was definitely Joe Danaher taking the specky on, uh, I think it was yeah. Dougal Howard. It was um, a good sort of mark. went up and, yeah, so that yeah. was kind of the favourite one from what he'd seen on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for calling in. Paul from Hampton, $25 pancake parlour coming Jack's way. All right, now we've got another caller on the line, Andrew. He's an adult, but he wants to chat about the best slider at Fight MND, the big freeze MND game on tomorrow ahead of the Queen's birthday clash. Good morning, Andrew. How are you today? Good morning. Uh, thank you. Great show. The... Um, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a great occasion. He's a wonderful man um, and bringing all of us together amount of money that he's raised to. And, um, yeah, I think um, it's great that we celebrate um, uh, the, the slide and, and in honour of um, Neil and he kept going, which is great. But uh, I reckon Luke Beveridge was the one where he got and he was, like, surfing down um, the slide. I reckon yeah. that was the best one because he was like going down. And he went full on straight, sort of head first in. Yeah, Most that was sort a good of one. Down, but he got up and and went down. But um, look, it's an amazing event, event, and you know I'm uh, all going well. It's going to continue to keep going too. And and Neil is a wonderful man. I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, absolutely is Andrew. I I really like your choice of slider there. I thought Bevo did a great job. I I remember him going down in the in the surfer cool surfer vibe. Uh, on the slide, it was a great occasion uh, for him and, and to go down uh, in that spirit. So, And there's so many different ways that the sliders go down. So thanks for giving us a call, Andrew, and, and sharing that with us. We've got a, a pancake polo voucher coming your way. And just a reminder for any kids out there, if you're on your way to local footy, you want to chat about your favourite team, your favourite player, you know, even tell us what you had for brekkie uh, on, on the way to your junior footy this morning, give us a call on 1300 736 736. That's 1300 736 736, Max. And you can have a chat about anything with junior footy, local footy. In fact, we had my nephew Riley call up a, a couple of weeks ago and I headed down to 
to Hizo's kick, Max, and he loves it. And it's so much fun and, and it's so exciting for the kids being able to watch him and, and just the pure joy and excitement that they get out of playing footy. He did this one where it's like a, a handball target and he handballed it through and he like almost like let out this big squeal and just <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, I got it in, I got it in. And it was just, it was so exciting to to hear him and, and to just witness that moment, you know, be shared and, and just the, the pure joy it, it gives kids and, um, you know, I think that was one of my favourite moments there, Max, to to be able to witness him um, just just enjoy junior footy and and Auskick. It's it's great to see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I went and watched my little brother Lenny. He's actually in the studios here today. Um, great to see him. You know, getting up early. He's he's usually in bed at this time on a Sunday morning because <laughs> yeah. he because he played yesterday. But he kicked his first goal, and uh, we went to the shop. So we, Dad and I were like, "All right, it's the first quarter." It's like the First minute of first quarter. We're only going to be five minutes to the shops, right? And so we go duck out to get some groceries, oh, no, Max. get back. I run around the ground to the team and Lenny's celebrating like crazy. And I'm going, oh, no, you've got to be kidding me. And then they've gone, like the coach, Chris, he's gone. He's just taken this massive mark in the goal square and just kicked the goal from like 10 out at the top of the square. I'm like, oh, no, you've got to be joking with Misty's first goal. What did you get at the shops that was worthwhile <laughs> missing his first goal, Max? I don't know. We were coming to stay here for a couple of nuts. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what we were thinking. Oh no, poor Lenny. But he's got the the long red socks on this morning, keeping himself warm in in fine form. You know, it's great to. I heard the story this morning of of his first goal. It was. Uh, it's a great story of of how he kicked it. So. It's exciting when you when you can do that in, in junior footy and Auskick. So give us a call on one 736 736 We've got pancake pile of vouchers to give away. So if you give us a call, you've got a pancake pile of voucher heading your way. It's a long weekend, so you can head to one of the pancake parlors. You can have a chat to us about your junior footy, local footy, kicking goals, goal celebrations, your favourite slider of the freeze M&D, whatever it is. Give us a call and we can have a chat to you more about it, Max. Yeah, absolutely. You can ask this superstar, Ali Blackburn, any question you want about her career, the footy this weekend, her thoughts on your team, your favourite player. Give us a call, one 736 736 and ask superstar, Ali Blackburn, the best question you've ever asked <laughs> in your life. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on the Kids Edition with Ali and Max. Thanks to the Pancake Parlors Club Rewards. Earn points, rewards your club. Remember... You can send us a text in 0433981116 or call us on 1300736736 because we have Collingwood Magpies superstar Steel Side Bottom coming up on the show. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlour. $1,000 sponsorship pack for your club. Sign up at thepancakeparlour.com.au. A reminder, you can call us on 1300736736. Or text us on 0433981116. It's a great Sunday morning for kids' footy, for junior footy. We've got Queen's birthday. It's a long weekend. So I have no doubt people are heading to, to their junior footy or local footy this morning. So give us a call and have a chat to us about what's your pregame routine or who's your favourite player in the AFL and, and what are you looking forward to, I guess, out of tomorrow's game. It could be Max. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you've, you know, what's your favourite conditions to play? And if you like playing in on muddy Oof. grounds, you like playing on 
wet and slippery grounds where you can go just slide in the rain <laughs> if you like. If you like playing on nice sunny hot days or nice cold days where you can, you know, great warm question. yourself up. What's your favourite conditions, Ali? Oh, I mean, I actually started to to grow towards and and like playing in the warmer weather in the you know a balmy seven o'clock game in in the middle of summer it was quite nice. It was it was really nice conditions, but. Got to get used to playing, I guess, in the dewy, wet, wet weather conditions now, and probably a, a bit of mud on the oval again. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I mean, I love playing in any conditions, to be honest. It's just footy in general is so much fun to play, and I love playing it. So, whatever conditions it it offers you on the day is, is what I take up. What about what about you? What conditions did you like playing in, Max? Oh, I didn't. I didn't mind a bit of mud. I'd, I'd probably prefer, you know, a nice, a nice dry. You know, not, not too hot, not too cold. Sort of maybe 20, <laughs> 20, 20, 22 degrees, um, with a bit, with a bit of sun out. Not too cold. Um, so you know, Just you can perfect conditions. Perfect conditions. You warm yourself up for footy, so you're not, you're not fumbling the ball, the uh, the whole time, Ali. Yeah, that's a, it's a great way to put it though. I, I do love it when it does rain and you see the kids and and you just see the parents like they laugh for a moment when the kids slide through the mud or, or through the water puddles yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just see the parents and they laugh for a second and then they're like oh, oh no I've, I'm the one who's got to clean it yeah and you've got to hop in my yeah, car to yeah. go home <laughs> have we got a spare towel in the car so if you've got any good stories like that give us a call on 1300 736 736 and we've got pancake parlor vouchers ready to give out we've got $25 pancake parlor vouchers so you can head to the pancake parlor and spend those vouchers tomorrow. It's a, it's Queen's birthday. It's a long weekend. So give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six max, and we can have a chat. What are you What are you looking forward to most about the game tomorrow? You know what elements of it? It's obviously exciting. It's it's Queen's birthday. It's 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 Collingwood and Melbourne. The you know, two really competitive teams at the moment. You know, what are you looking forward to most in the game? I'm looking forward to two things. I'm looking forward to the midfield element and the matchup between guys like um, Clayton Oliver, Christian Petrarca and Jack Crisp and Steel Sidebottom. And then also how Collingwood's defence is going to hold up on that um, in the Mel- with the Melbourne forward line. I mean, you've got Max Gorn, you've got Luke Jackson, you've got some superstars up there in the forward line and how, how they sort of manufacture to keep um, Cosy Pickett quiet. Yeah, uh, great points. And, you know, I'm excited to see how the small forwards go about it in the game tomorrow. It's, it's going to be exciting for them, Max. I've got a question come in from Aaron from Port Melbourne. Who takes the best speckies in the AFL? That is a great question. Who, who takes the be- best speckies? I reckon maybe one tomorrow in, in Jeremy Howe. Yeah, I think it's Jeremy Howe for me. Um, we've seen Dan McKenzie take a couple over his career. My my. Uh, personally, I'm a Saints supporter, so my favourite over person to watch to take speckies was Sean Dempster. Now, not a lot of kids would know um, Sean Dempster. I was only seven or eight when he when he was in the back end, like sort of two years of his career. But he was 30, 31, 32, maybe 34 or 35. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not too sure. But um, in his 30s somewhere, in his 30s, in his 30s somewhere, and he was just flying like just ridiculous heights, like Jeremy Howe kind of marks. I mean, it was just. Spectacular to watch. Yeah, it's great to see. I mean, I like Bolton from the Tigers, the way he flies at marks as well. You know, we, we've seen some great hangers um, over the journey. But, yeah, I think for me it's Jeremy Howe and big occasion. So maybe some more hangers uh, tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's what's your favourite thing about Jeremy Howe? I, I mean, it's his ability just to, like, read the play and just fly 
anywhere. Like it could be off a couple of steps and just gets in a nice position. But I don't know how how he gets in himself in those spots so many times throughout his career to be able to take those marks. I mean, that is an absolute goal of mine. I I, I think I joke about it with my team quite a fair bit, Max, that I'm I'm going to take a hanger and it's something I want to achieve by the end of my playing career is, is to be able to take a specky. But the funny thing is, is I can barely get a couple of centimetres off the ground. Jumping <laughs> in the air is not my strong suit. So if I... If I'm ever to take a hanger, I think I'll just smile and laugh the whole time, but it will never happen. So, <laughs> have, have you ever done that as a junior? I've taken, and I've never taken a, like a, a decent hanger, but I've taken one like on someone's back, like jump up on someone's back and take a mark, like a, a little bit. I, I, I'm talking myself up a little bit here for this, <laughs> but <laughs> but not really. Like, I mean, my knee looked like that it was up a little bit higher, but like my other foot is like partially on the ground yeah, still, so yeah. I don't think it counts when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever taken a hanger? No, I've taken some in just, you know, backyard footy on um, kids, mm. who are, kids who are a year or two younger than me and a, and a bit smaller than me. But now that, but now all the kids who are a year or two younger than me, they're all taller than me, so I can't, <laughs> so I can't get up on them. So I try, I'll try and climb up on them and, you know, just end up on my back or something like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is great uh, there, Max. It's, um, I love it when the coaches bring out the, the specky bag at training as well. I think that's my oh, favourite yes. part to it. It's, yes. um, you know, something that we all love doing and I hype it up again, but I don't really take a big mark. So I try and carry on a little bit when I do it, but it never happens for me, Max. Well, I've been to like a club, you know, those club sessions like like in a- like mm. AFL, like a Collingwood or St Kilda or Melbourne or Essendon or whoever it is, like they have a session where, like at the end of the year, where kids can go and play with the players and things like that. They had like a they had a, a, uh, a little station, a station where there was a specky bag and it was one of the ruckmen had the bag on his back and this kid who's like seven or eight just comes up behind him, like fl- like literally, literally flies over the top of the specky bag <laughs> He's done a somersault in the air and he's like landed on like his shoulders. Oh no. And so and so the Ruckman, like the Ruckman's he's like fully bolted the Ruckman over. Like the Ruckman's on the ground too. What? Like, like it's a seven or eight year old against like a, a full grown man, <laughs> an AFL player, just laying on the ground and the kid was in agony. I mean, I I was like in shock. Impressive to get up that high, especially against the Ruckman. Max, it's uh impressive stuff to see, but We're going to take a quick break here on the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlor. Pancake Parlor's club rewards, earn points, reward your club. Just a reminder, you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. We've got Collingwood Superstar, Steel Sidebottom, to come right after this. Or text in any questions you have for Steel on 0433 98 11 16. Yes, welcome back to the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlour winner $1,000 sponsorship pack for your local club. Sign up at thepancakeparlour.com.au. Well, we've got a superstar in our hands here on the phone right now. Collingwood Magpie superstar ahead of the Big Freeze Clash. Fight M&D Queen's birthday clash between the Melbourne Demons and the Collingwood Magpies. Steel side bottom steel. Welcome to the program. It's so great to have you on. Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Finally, I've... Um... Yeah, being able to get on the long list, I'm sure you've got Max. But it's good to finally be on, mate. I've been I've been hunting for you for a bit, but that's all right. Steel, you you've got a big game tomorrow. You guys are flying at the moment with three wins on the trot. How's the team feeling going up against the D's? Yeah, we're travelling okay at the moment, Max. We've um, yeah, as you said, we've won three on the trot. Um, 
come up against some some good top good teams. But um, yeah, I guess the big uh, the big one will be for us this weekend coming against um, the D's who are on top of the ladder and, and last year's premiers. So um, I guess for us it'll um, give us a good read of where we're at and uh, one that we're all looking forward to. Yeah, absolutely. So what mindset do you take into it? I mean, do you look going to, you know, dominate from the get-go or, you know, because with Melbourne, they're a team who, you know, if, you, if you're not onto them at the start, they're going to they're gonna punish you. Yeah, I think, and I think that's sort of where we've, um, yeah, I think the last sort of three weeks, we've been able to get off to some good starts. Um, you know, obviously Fremantle three weeks ago and then, um, Carlton, the one after that, were able to have good starts, and um, you know we knew going up against Carlton as well that they were a fast starting team, and um, we're able to hold them off for a, um, until the end by only by a couple of points. But um, yeah, we'll obviously look to have a solid start um, like they will too, and um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a really good challenge for us. So um, as I said, we're looking forward to it. Steel, it's going to be a great day with the big freeze. Eight coming up. Will you manage to get out during your warm up and you know have a watch? Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, yeah. Last year was in Sydney, and then not having it the year before. It's um, yeah, it's nice to get out and um, have a look at the, the sliders going down. There's obviously some some big names going down this year, so I'll make sure that I make my way out there and um, give them all my support. Absolutely. Now you had the Danahers um, into the club during the week. What can you take me through that experience for you and you know getting to know Neil and Beck Danaher? Yeah, so um, yeah, and as both of you would know, the amount of work that um, not only the Danahers, but I'm sure there's a lot of people behind the scenes. Um, the amount of work that they've done is is phenomenal, and um, yeah, they they just come in and um, as they do, they um, talk a little bit about their story. Um, they had another speaker, um, I think Charlie was his name, who came and spoke about his experience with M&D and how it affected his family. So, um, yeah, just to hear from um, different people whose you know, lives have been affected um, from what they call the beast, the terrible disease that it is. Um, yeah, just sort of, um, yeah, it gives you a little bit of perspective of, you know, how bad it can be, but... Um, yeah, also shines a light on, you know, a lot of the great work that they're doing to try and raise the money to, you know, hopefully one day try and find a cure for it. Absolutely. And it's a great cause and they're doing great things in that space there still. But I want to have a chat about one of your young fan favourite teammates in Jack Ginovan. Um, you probably get asked a question about him a fair bit. You know, are, are you surprised by his rapid rise, um, I guess, in football and, and the way, I guess, the community is getting around him and, and the comments that get made around him? Um, I mean, in terms of his footy, I think, yeah, definitely he's surprised me of how um, quick he's come along. I think, um, you know, just from training with Jack, he's sort of, I don't know, it's just the football. He's very smart around the footy. Um, he doesn't waste many opportunities when they come around, but... Um, you know, I guess the external stuff is is not something that we worry about too much. Um, and I think, as you would say, it hasn't really um, bothered Jack too much. So um, all our energy gets, you know, um, put towards Jack and, and, you know, helping him become a better player, not, you know, towards the outside noise. Because obviously we, we can't have too much of an influence. But, you know, I love playing with Jack. Um, I think he's probably turning into one of those players that the opposition sort of love to play against. And 
um, you know, we love him, have, having him on our team because um, he's very dangerous when the ball goes inside our front half. That he is, that he is. And still, I, re- I remember watching one of your games or the grand final in the TAC Cup where you slotted 10 goals. But can you tell us a bit about your junior footy career and, and how you how you made your way up the ranks um, to the Pies? Yeah, so um, I was born in Tallygroot in a little um, town, probably you know, 15 minutes north of Shepparton. Um, sort of played my um, for my primary school at the Northerners, um, just in the yeah, local school comp, I suppose, and then um, moved to Kingutna, who are in the Murray League at the moment. Um, Tally didn't have under-14s at that stage, and um, so that was sort of the next jump up for me. So it was only sort of five, ten minutes down the road, and um, yeah, moved to Kingutna to play under-14s and didn't leave until, um, yeah, I got drafted in 2008. So there was a um, stint with the Bushies and, you know, a few representative um, sort of teams along the way. But, um, yeah, Kingutna was my home club um, as a junior growing up. Yeah, that's great insight there to your junior career. We've had a text come in. Hi, Steele. Who is the best player you have played with? Played with? Um, probably still play with him, I think. Pendles has, um, you know, been a star of the competition for a long time. And, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to play, I think, out of the 270-odd games, I've played 250 with him. So um, I've been able to see firsthand how good of a player he is. So um, I've played with, you know, a few good players. I think Pendles would be at the top at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Steele, have you got any tips for any kids listening today who want to improve their footy? And be, you know, a superstar like you. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think the 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 one one thing is Max is just to have a footy on you all the time. I, I remember um, when I was about fifteen or sixteen, we went to the AIS and Derek Hine, who's the recruiting manager here at Collingwood, just said to the boys, like, have a footy on you all the time, um, whether you're kicking it through doors or through trees or whatever. I think you know the thing that sort of makes good players great is their skill level. And, um, you know, if you can have a footy on you all the time, if it means a few broken windows at home or whatever, then maybe that maybe that'd be the case. But, um, yeah, just keep having a footy, have fun with it, um, challenge yourself, have little games. But, yeah, just become a lead at your skills, I suppose. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show today, Steele, and setting aside 10 or so minutes or so of your time on a Sunday to come on and have a chat. Um, best of luck ahead of the the big freeze game against the D's tomorrow. Thank you very much. It's, um, yeah, I couldn't sleep last night, Maxie, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I've uh, been able to get on. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right, Steely. <laughs> mate, we, we always love to have, to have you on, mate. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlour. Win a $1,000 sponsorship pack for your local club. Sign up at thepancakeparlour.com.au. A reminder, give us a call on 1300 736 736 if you've got any junior footy today. You want to have a chat about your team, your club, your favourite player, your thoughts on your team. Give us a call on 1300 736 736. We'll be right back after the break. Yes, welcome back to the Kids Edition. Thanks to the Pancake Parlour. $1,000 sponsorship pack for your local club. Sign up at pancakeparlour.com.au. Max, we've got another caller on the line. Tig, how are you? Hi, it's Tig. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm good. How about you? We're good. We're good. Yeah, Tig, do you play footy? 
Yep, I play for Elves and Bouncers. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Elves and Bouncers. Oh, beautiful. What's your favourite position to play? Um, wing. Wing? Oh, what's your favourite thing about the wing? Um, that you can just start off and sprint in. Yeah, sprint in straight to the middle. Sprint in, nice, who, nice. Who do you go for in the footy tag? I go for Collingwood. Who's your favourite player at Collingwood? Um, I go for, like my favourite player is Mason Cox. Mason Cox. Mason what, Cox. What's your favourite thing about Mason Cox? Yeah, well, now they like now they got like an eye injury, but he's still my favourite because he's tall and yeah from America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, are you excited for the game tomorrow? Do you reckon the Pies are going to win? Yeah. Or will you be cheering loudly? Are you going to the game or watching it from home? Watching it from home. Nice. Oh, well, hopefully the Pies can get up for you tomorrow. Thanks for giving us a call this morning. We've got a, a $25 pancake parlor voucher heading your way. You'll be able to head to the pancake parlor and enjoy the, some pancakes. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling, Tig. Early on a Sunday morning, Ali, who are you tipping today for North Melbourne GWS? I'd love to see a bit of fight from the Kangaroos. So I'm, I'm actually going to tip them in. I, I think they're going to be competitive and hopefully find that, that bit of shinbone spirit. What about yourself? Who do you reckon is going to get up? I'm going GWS. I think they're too strong even coming down from Canberra to Marvel Stadium. Um, what, about, what about Collingwood Melbourne? An interesting game, Tig. Obviously going with the Pisces team. Yeah, oh, look, it's it's going to be a tough contest there. I I really like Steel Side Bottoms team, so I think I'm going to go with the Pies for this one, Max. Uh, who have you got for the game? Yeah, I'm right with you there. The Pies are in some some fi- fine and fantastic form, fine, fine form, fine form. The yeah. Collingwood Magpies. Well, it's been an awesome show, hasn't it? We've had we've had a couple of great callers. Thanks so much to Tig. For calling up, having a chat, chat about his footy. Shout out to him. He's got a he's got a basketball tournament on this weekend, and best oh, nice of luck one. to him. Well, that's it for this weekend of the Kids Edition. Thanks for joining us on early on your Sunday morning. It's been great to have a chat to everyone. Give us a call next week one three hundred seven three six seven three six if you want to have a chat about footy, all sports, and have a tune in to watch Fight MND tomorrow. It's the Kids Edition Pancake Parlor with Ellie and Max. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.